Are you a single believer looking for the love of your life? Or are you a married believer looking to grow the love you already have? If you like practical advice based on the Word of God with real-life examples, you're in the right place. I'm Cindy. And I'm Wayne. Welcome Welcome to to Love Love with with the the Lines. Welcome to Love with the Lines. I'm Cindy. I'm Wayne. And this is episode 37. Wow. 37. 37. I remember being 37. Do you remember being 37? And 27. I remember being 47. I don't know (laughs) if I remember being 57, but I think I do. (laughs) You were. And you're almost, you're only a year away from 67. Only a year away. Mm -hmm. As are you, my love. I know. I'd like to be... I'd like to be 47 again, even I'd love to be 27 again and know what I know now. I don't know. That'd be kind of scary for me if I was that age and knew what I know now. I don't, it's hard to say what I might do. <laughs> this is true. But being, 40, anyway. being 47 and knowing what we know now would be good. Yeah. The problem I have is sometimes I see stuff that I did 20 or 30 or more years ago and I try to do it now and the body says, whoa, wait a minute. Don't do that. <laughs> Doesn't work so well. You ain't as young as you used to be. So anyway, I think we're finishing something tonight in the podcast that we started last week. We are. This is an article I found on the Good Man Project, which is good 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 men project. Good goodmenproject.com. And it's an article titled Marriage is Not for Wimps. 12 things marriage is and 12 things it isn't. So last week we went over the 12 things marriage isn't. Mm -hmm. This week we're going to go over the 12 things marriage is. Mm. Mm. Anxious to hear if I agree with these. Okay. Shall we? Yes. Please proceed. Okay. Number number one, marriage is the potential for an intense, deep, and diverse intimacy. Mm. Mm. That's potential, yes. <laughs> yes, it does have potential for that. And I think that's one of the things that we've experienced the longer we've been married. It's almost like I never thought of describing it that way, but it's almost like a comfort. It's it's really the scripture that says two shall become mm-hmm. one. It's it's like you start to to mold into each other mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way, not without losing you know, not losing your separate individual self, but you do develop a relationship that's that's you really bonded. Mm-hmm. So in a way, you become more like me, and I become more like you. Well, that's a frightening thought. <laughs> <laughs> Although we have seen that in some areas. We have seen that in some areas, yes. (laughs) Moving on. Yes. (laughs) Marriage is knowing someone has your back. Always. You have theirs. It's about interdependence. Yes. That's a good word for it. Interdependence. Interdependence. I like that. Yes. And I feel like that. I feel always supported by you. Mm -hmm. I try. And I feel that way about you, too. Well, good. 
Number three, moving on. Yes, what's number three? Marriage is realizing that you have been seen at your worst times and that you are still loved. There's an overriding sense of gratitude and security. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> that there's an overriding sense of gratitude and security. No, that you see one. me at my worst. <laughs> my absolute well, and you, worst. And you've seen me at mine, too. <laughs> you know, well, when you live with somebody that all the time, you do mm-hmm. see the best and the worst. Mm-hmm. And everything mm-hmm. in between. Here's a good one. Marriage is sharing old jokes or some story that may be told over and over, but it still makes you laugh till you are left gasping for breath. And we have some of those stories. We do have some of those. And some of those inside jokes and things, and and they do. It is a. It's it's like um. Oh, what is it? We used to have a a secret, not a secret code, but like like a password with friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do that? Mm-hmm. Or you had some kind of a secret sign or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's stuff that, that it's like nobody else would understand why it was funny. And we're like laughing our, ourself silly over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing that, that reminds me of, of this too, is the cow joke or, or the, <laughs> yeah. or not the cow joke, the cow incident, the cow incident, the cow yes. incident, which mm-hmm. I believe we talked about here mm-hmm. a couple of weeks we ago. But the interesting is thing is that you don't remember it exactly the same way I do. No, no. One of these days we'll have to talk to our daughter and get her thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. See if she remembers it the same way. Yeah. Number five, marriage is about getting teary-eyed together. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, and we do. There are Me certain too. things which I don't, I mean, I don't know how guys, I'm talking to you, I don't know how a lot of you guys are. I know a lot of men I know are not real comfortable being teary-eyed or letting a teary-eyed show. Um, just from some of the things that God has done in my life over the years, I realized that it's okay for a guy to cry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was not raised that way. I mean, I was raised where you, you know, you sucked it up and you did what you needed to do and you didn't show feelings. But um, anyway. Yeah. And I think um, it's it's interesting because at this stage in our life, I think a lot of times when we get teary eyed together, it's um, talking about what, what if, when, who goes first, mm-hmm. because we're at the point where there's things we have to talk about and things we have to plan and things the other person needs to know and I mean actually it should be that way all through your marriage but you feel more of a of a sense of uh, urgency urgency or at least you're more aware of your mortality at this at this stage in life and uh and that's I know sometimes when we've been talking about stuff that gets us a little Mm teary-eyed thinking about one of one of us going mm-hmm. with, and leaving the other behind. but yeah. And not only that, but other things, yeah, other too. Things There's too. been other things that have involved grandkids and, mm-hmm. or kid or yeah. kids or whatever, and, right. you know, that have done that. And, you know. mm-hmm. So, but that kind of leads into number six. Marriage is thinking about the other one not being there anymore and not being able to think about it. Oh, yeah, that does. That's, that, that really connects to mm-hmm. To what I was saying about number five. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and we, and this is something that we have talked about probably off and on through our whole marriage off. We, we've talked about it, you know, the what ifs and what would happen if. Well, and I think it's like every time something happened to somebody that we knew, like, you know. If something unexpected. Especially. Something unexpected yeah. or somebody had a, had an illness and, and 
passed away and, you know, watching what the remaining spouse had to deal with and do things. We would um, give each other permission to do things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, yep. I think the main thing we've always said is to give each other permission to be happy, mm-hmm. to do whatever makes us happy. I think, um, yeah, and it's true. You can't. You can only think about it for a little bit, and then you have to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay, number seven. Oh, I can't even picture this. Marriage is getting irritated by the things that always irritate you, have irritated you for 24 years, will irritate you for 24 years more, and tolerating it because it is way overbalanced by the good stuff. I, I mean, I just, I'm just having a hard time relating to this one. Uh-huh. <laughs> In a little denial, are you there? <laughs> I think I've told this story before. I used to get so irritated with some things that Wayne did. I would just, and they were just little things. And I think a lot of it has to do with our jobs. Our jobs are stressful. And sometimes it's just, you put up with stuff all day and then you get home and it's one little thing. And like the one thing he did that like just drove me a little crazy was when he put the blind down in the bathroom it sucked the cord up and bunched up the lace valance that's across the top of the window. And so I'd go into the bathroom at night to get ready and for bed and and the curtain would be all bunched up. Well, after talking to some widow friends of mine, because speaking about the mm-hmm. number five and number six, I realized that I needed to celebrate it because it means it meant that you were here to do that. And so I actually have changed my attitude and now, and it took a while, like I kind of did it through gritted teeth the first couple of times. But now when I go in and I see the curtain all bunched up, I'm like, great. Thank you, Lord. He is here. Kind of like whiskers in the sink. Yes. Same thing. I'm like, this is great. There's whiskers in my sink. It means Wayne's here. It's it. I changed my sink by daughter. I don't, I just, (laughs) it's just, you know what? Mm Mm-hmm. It's just little stuff. It is little stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, shall we move on? Mm-hmm. Move on, we shall. Number eight, marriage is not being able to wait to get home to share some little thing. Now, that's... That's... That's true. <laughs> and it could be good and it could be bad. And that's right. <clears throat> it could, yeah, it could be either one. I think for us, a lot of this stuff is work stuff. A lot of it lately has been work stuff, and it hasn't always been <laughs> positive. Well, work stuff. it's just there's just been some really absurd stuff going on in both mm-hmm. of our jobs, and I know it's it's like when I call you on the on the phone on my hands free phone in the car, I I call to let you know that I'm headed home, and I'll be like, oh, wait till I tell you about and. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're like, oh, yeah. And then you start just like, oh, I'll, I'll tell you later. And yeah, but we uh, but there's always I mean, it's always fun things, too, or mm-hmm. important things or exciting things that we can't wait to tell each other. Mm-hmm. Well, we always try not to just dwell on the negative stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. We always try to throw some positive mm-hmm. stuff in there, which there always is some. Yep. Yep. Number nine, marriage is wishing you were the one having the operation or illness, not him or her. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's true. I think that's true, too. You know. Oh, here's an interesting one. Marriage is sometimes 
fighting, trying to slowly learn to fight more fairly, to apologize, to listen, to learn, and to find resolution. Mm -hmm. Do we fight? I would say we rather have heated disagreements. I think we talked about this a little bit the other mm -hmm. week. Yeah, I mm -hmm. would say they're more heated disagreements. Mm -hmm. I don't know that, I mean, because something, I mean, you'll, sometimes we're joking and sometimes we're not. And you'll tell me to stop yelling at you. And I'm like, I am not yelling. If you want yelling, I can give you yelling. This is not yelling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> yeah, well, and I know sometimes I, and, and I, I, you and I talked about this the other day, because I know I got a little bit uh, carried away with teasing or whatever, which I tend to mm -hmm. do frequently, sometimes more than I should. And I think a lot of it is, the way because my job has been extremely stressful the last couple of weeks and i think that's part of mm -hmm. just how i'm dealing with it because some of the stuff that i deal with it's like you almost have you have to laugh at it because it's so mm -hmm. silly yep i hear you it's about like, that but i think this is true what it says that it's a process that you try mm -hmm. to learn to fight more fairly to apologize to listen to learn and to find resolution we definitely try to abide by the don't let the sun go down mm -hmm. on your anger. Ooh, that can be our scripture for today. We realized we didn't pick a scripture for today. I'll put that in the uh, oh, yeah. in with the uh, link that's for this one. again in the description. Mm -hmm. But and well, to fight fairly too. I think that's something you you have to learn to do too. You do have to learn, and it it's. I know for me, me I I identify as recovering perfectionist, and just, and I've talked often on the podcast about how I was raised that I had to be right. I had to be the best. I had to, to prove I was better than everybody else. That, that was my mother trying to live vicariously through me. And, um, for a recovering perfectionist, it was hard for me to say, I think I'm right, but I might be wrong. You might be right. Yeah. And, and it, that was hard. Mm -hmm. That was hard work to get to that point. And I mean, now, oh my gosh, now a half of the, half of the heated discussions are because I think I said something or he thinks he said something and we didn't say whatever it was, or mm -hmm. we said it different and the other person heard it differently or didn't hear it. And you're going, well, I told you about that. Well, no, I didn't. Well, yes, you did. Well, no, I, no yes, I did. No, you didn't. And we, those are the kind of things we tend to get in more than anything, especially when it's something important that gets missed because whoever was supposed to tell things they did and didn't, or whoever it was told and whoever heard it didn't hear it correctly or retain it or whatever. Well, and that's a good communication skill we use, but we don't always use. And that's just repeating. Right. When, you know, it was like, well, mm -hmm. this is what I heard. Is this really what you said? And then we had the, well, no, that's not what I said. Mm -hmm. Or, well, one of my favorites, well, that's not what I meant. That might be what I said, <laughs> but that's not what I meant. It's like, well, what did you mean? <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's next? What's next? <laughs> Number 11. Marriage is about vulnerability. Giving someone the right to hurt or disappoint you mm -hmm. while simultaneously giving that someone the opportunity to bring you tremendous joy and laughter. Mm -hmm. That's something I've had to learn over the years. It's been very freeing to learn it is people are people and people are flawed and people are always going to let you down. It's, uh, it was, there was a, 
a saying that was going around a number of years ago. It was like, if you're looking for the perfect church, stop looking mm -hmm. because it'll be ruined once you get there. And that's kind of, I think we, we expect perfection in certain settings and from certain people in our lives and, and people are people. And uh, one of the favorite things I've ever heard is uh, my favorite Bible teacher, Joyce Meyer says, hurting people hurt people. Mm -hmm. And so lots of times when you hurt the other person, it's coming out of a place where you're wounded and that wound hasn't been healed or it's opened back up for something. And, um, well, and I yeah. think, I think vulnerability is just, that's just being vulnerable is just something that's really powerful, I think, but it's mm -hmm. hard. It's hard to get to that point. Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to be vulnerable. Well, and, and, you know, I mean, if you, the more you're, I mean, I've been around with you a few years now, obviously, mm -hmm. obviously. So I feel, you know, comfortable enough with you to be vulnerable mm -hmm. with you. But I mean, not everybody feels that way or it may take right. a long time for somebody to get to that point. Right. And it's hard if you've never been that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know I've, I'm, I can honestly say I've never been, I had never been that way. I don't believe before we got married because just because of all the different things that happened with the mm -hmm. divorces and stuff. And anyway, well, I'm glad you felt safe enough to be vulnerable with me. Me too. After a while. Well, it's like, we're still after 39 years. What was it? It was that while we were away for our anniversary, there was something that you told me that I didn't know about you. I can't even remember what it was now. It was something we were yeah, talking about. I don't remember. It was something either something that you did or something that you liked to do or liked to eat or didn't like to eat or I don't know. It was it wasn't anything it was something critical, odd. but it was just it came up in conversation somehow and I was like, Really? I didn't know that. And right. I mean, so we're still discovering things oh, yeah. about each other even thirty nine years later. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we're very open with each other. Yeah. So well the thing about I know for me, and I think you and I both talked about this, we've been together longer than we've Lived not apart. been together yes mm -hmm. and sometimes it's really hard to remember what you did before mm -hmm. before we we knew, we knew each other mm -hmm. and i just you know things pop into my head or whatever and it's like i never even think that you didn't know about it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I, that probably sounds kind of weird but number 12 marriage is a promise a vow to try the hardest you have ever tried in your life Marriage is a place for the for the achievement of a personal integrity like no other. Hmm. That's an interesting take on marriage. That is an interesting Promise. take. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, on the try the hardest, I mean, unfortunately, in our culture today, a lot of people, I think, think that marriage is something that if it doesn't work, you just throw it away. You just walk away walk from, away it. from mm -hmm. it. Really, that's not what you should do. No. No, and that was, a, I know that's what, not what you wanted in your first two marriages and your first two wives walked away from you. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm glad you never got mad enough to walk away from me. Me too. <laughs> me too. So, no, I think we've, and that's been, for us, divorce was never, it, we never, we said it was never an option. Right. And so the times when I considered it, I knew I needed help. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
Well, I've never considered it. Well, there was only that one time, and we talked about that in another episode, but there was only that one time, and that was because you had met Jesus, and you had so radically changed, and I was still a control freak. I was not recovering at the time, and so so it turned my whole world upside down. And uh, It's but, funny, because I still don't remember changing that much. Oh, I mean, my gosh. Obviously, I did. But. Yes. So... Well, we can anyway, talk about it again. Yep, and we're we at can the, talk about that. We're at the yes. end of time. But anyway, I um, hope this has given you some things to think about in your marriage and relationship. I will post the link again for this article in the description and also the scripture about not letting the sun go down in your anger. So until next week, have a wonderful week and may your marriage and relationships be richly blessed. God bless. Bye now. Bye.